Welcome to the Porsche Club Insider, your one stop for all things Porsche and PCA. Here's your host, Vu Gwyn, and the Insider Crew. Hello, hello, and welcome to episode 39. We've got a full house today. Myself, Manny Albin, Damon Lowney, Robert Forsyth at the controls, and down from the great white north is Mr. Rob Sass. <laughs> it's been a while. Yeah, it has. I've been snowed in. Yeah. So uh, I guess this is an episode after Thanksgiving, so hopefully you all had a great holiday. A lot to be thankful for. Yeah, it's Thanksgiving. It's- <laughs> So, so sincere, man. Yeah, I could just tell. <laughs> yeah, so I've I think this year particularly, well, around this time I have a lot to be thankful for. One, I'm still married and it's my anniversary is the twenty seventh. So, so you're thankful that your wife hasn't seen the light yet. <laughs> Correct. Okay. Correct. I'm thankful that my we, we got done with my brother's wedding, three <laughs> weddings, weddings, and uh, all the family was in town, so they stayed over for Thanksgiving, so that was cool. My grandmother came home, um, follow up with, this is my 17th year at PCA. Wow. I know, That's right? A long time. It's, it's, yeah, it's, we've come a long way. Yes, we, we have. We're, uh, he's probably bringing this up because we wrote an article, I wrote an article about uh, we had our 500 video. On YouTube, so we were going trying to figure 500, out five hundred. Well, we were trying to figure out what our first video really was, the first one, and uh, so we started going further, go, going back and back to see exactly when it was the first video. So the first video was actually uh, uh, Vu um, went to San Diego, right? To uh, the surprise was San Diego. Was no, it was North, 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 Northern California. California. Northern right, California. Uh, just because Damon was talking about San Diego, that's why I got San Diego in my mind. Um, <laughs> Uh, he uh, went to Northern California to surprise the first ever raffle winner yep. for PCA, who uh, won a Cayman S, and that was uh, <clears throat> and it was never heard of before being done. Uh, was uh, doing a raffle video, so that was so those was those who are watching the YouTube version can see a very young Vu Gwyn, young, crazy, young, slim, very skinny Vu Gwyn. <laughs> hush, hush! It's the PCA twenty, I tell you. <laughs> so that was that that video. Uh, I know. I guess growing up, we always saw like Ed McMahon, and the whole idea was this was our first ever raffle. Um, we only, I think, allowed sixty five hundred or seven thousand entries. This gentleman's I like those odds. This this gentleman's dad actually bought the ticket, one for him and one for his son. Yeah. And when we drew it, it was the son's ticket that won, and we're wow. like, oh man, how do we? You know, we're going to call the dad and, but the dad was, um, super excited for the son. And we're like, well, let's, let's go out and surprise him. And we had zero equipment. Literally, I took the camcorder that I filmed my kids, you know, when they were little. Like VHS? Yes. It, no, I think it was a eight millimeter. It wasn't, it like wasn't a high eight, probably. Yeah, high eight. It wasn't even a, a VHS or, or digital, but, um, with a tripod with and if you listen to the audio it's terrible because there's we're just using the microphone that's on the camcorder and then of course my editing skills were very limited back then um so this is december of uh 06 yeah when you do this video youtube comes out february of 05 so think about that youtube is still something new yeah it's uh you know when um i, I put on there i think four years later uh, you know, we start uh, talking about doing videos with the uh, for the club. Um, most of the people in the executive council real weren't familiar with YouTube. No, no. You know, we're telling them about this website out there that you can uh, put original videos on. And at the time, uh, admittedly, YouTube had a lot of uh, old stuff that people uh, like old speed archival, stuff. archival yeah, yeah. type stuff. You, yeah. uh, you, you could put not really original content. Um, so we um, and actually, but on the, the first few videos because. We weren't sure if PCA should have an official channel. Those videos, which we do need to download and, and move them over, um, they're actually on my personal channel that I created back in the day. Was so. February fifteenth, twenty ten, is when you started the PCA YouTube channel. Yeah. Oh so wow. That was like four years yep. or so after the first videos. Wow. That's how yeah. conservative PCA is. <laughs> they weren't sure this whole YouTube thing was going to be. Let's stick around. Let's yeah. not rush I, into it. I would argue, you know, by by 2010, you pretty much knew for sure it would be around. Well, it, it wasn't that. Well, so, yeah, 
there are there are probably what a half a dozen other PCA videos on my personal channel yeah, because something like that. you know they they let us they let us share those videos even though it was on my personal channel because it wasn't a big deal then like personal versus there was then they go a, back in the food yeah, yeah 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 exactly the term yeah. influencer was yeah. not even created yet. right right yeah. right uh but then Mandy and I we were just like man this might work if you know we're going to all these events what if we captured these events and share with our members because what do we do we go to these events and then we come back in that cars and coffee on on saturday and sunday we start telling all our friends and we're like well this is a pretty good story maybe we should tell more than just the 10 people at cars we and coffee capture the event and pictures that move pictures that move <laughs> well, you know what really was uh, you know, we had we had very editorial little editorial influence on panorama and we felt that not little. That, we had none. Yes, yeah, so I'm trying to be uh, <laughs> uh, uh, polite here. <laughs> none. So we, we we felt that um, what's changed? The, the, the members weren't being uh, serviced properly uh, and showcased uh, in um, videos or, or stories, rather. So we wanted to use YouTube as a way to show you know members doing stuff and yeah. uh, highlighting members. So um, that's why we went to Daytona that first time. Uh, not the first time for us for Daytona, but the first time with the equipment. We were going to do focus in on the people, you know, like the saying goes, it's not the cars, it's the people. See, YouTube for uh, me in those in that era was that was free music, you know, all the illegal yeah. music people uploaded, yeah. and that's what you had open in college is your laptop. What was, it, your what was that, that? The controversial server music, Napster, Napster, Napster. Napster. Yeah. that's, that's when Napster. Napster was like getting shut down. So then you went to YouTube yep. to listen to all this music. So, exactly. so I'm, I'm going to share a story, it's pretty funny. It's Kind of. Anyways, so so we didn't have we didn't have uh, official equipment, right? But we asked the EC for I think a three hundred dollar budget to go buy a little um, little what were they called like handy cam? Not a handy cam, but it was like a flip pocket cam. flip cam. Flip cam. Yeah, I like, use one of those too. A flip cam, but <laughs> I knew it was important to get a flip cam that had an audio input yep. so an that HD, we could I run believe. that we could run. No, it was no, definitely it not. No, not it was that one. Definitely no. not HD. That was way too much money. Yeah. So, but I knew it was important that we had good audio. But uh, we splurged on a wired microphone that had like what fifteen feet mm-hmm. of uh, cable. But the 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 thing I knew that was like we had to do is we had to get a mic flag to make us look really legit. So we landed at we landed at Daytona with a mic flag, NBC, CBS, PCA, PCA, and uh, and we had literally the microphone, the mic flag was bigger than the whole setup of the phone. <laughs> and, we, and we had and we had my cheap uh, tripod and walked around, but we got all that equipment like the day before we went down to Daytona. So Manny and I at the time. You know, saving the club money. We got a hotel not too far away, but we shared a room. <laughs> we shared a room and we had to figure out, plug everything together. So I'm like, okay, start unboxing everything, start charging things up, put the microphone. So now it's probably like nine o'clock at night. He's, he's, you know, ready for bed or whatever. I'm like, dude, do me a favor, hold the microphone and we're going to just practice filming. I'm like, well, then I need to check like, you know, how far he could go. So I'm like, well, hold the microphone and go outside the hotel door and just talk well, to me. Uh, we're both in our underwear because <laughs> it is nighttime. That is too much information right there. We've told the story a million times. So that's why I'm okay. I'm supporting uh, some stylish So, So as soon as he goes out the hotel door and I close it, I'm going... Oh my gosh, if anybody was watching what we're doing, they might get the wrong idea. <laughs> was there glitter on the ceiling? <laughs> but you're legitimate when you're holding a mic with the mic flag. Yeah. Yeah. But we, it, it was legit. And, uh, it was a good thing that we practiced because by the time we went out, uh, to uh to Daytona, man, we got all sorts of access. Yeah, I have to say, PCA OnlyFans. <laughs> no, 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 no. Let's not go uh, there. It was, uh, but yeah, I mean, that's uh, how it all started. And what's funny is, uh, you know, we did uh, like a whole year of different videos uh, whenever we went to events. And the following year, we returned to Daytona, and people were amazed that we were doing all these videos with this little setup. Yeah. Uh, they thought we had, you know, the big camera that you see um, cameramen holding, but instead it was just a very in- econ- economical setup of uh, doing. Um, I got capturing I, videos. I got to give props to my dad. Like in middle school, he did have the big old VHS camcorder, <laughs> and it was literally my job, my job to capture all the family moments. And my dad was so like, 
you know, militant about you have to keep it steady, you know, don't move it around so much because there was no source of stabilization with VHS camcorders, right? So that's like, that's how I cut my teeth on video and capturing all that stuff. And I hated it because he always made me carry all this equipment. Lo and behold, it came in handy when we started doing this stuff. Lo and behold. Yeah. <laughs> well, let's digress for a second because we didn't talk at all about the raffle car. It was a 2006 Speed Yellow Cayman S. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Do well, well, he, um, it was a Cayman S and you could choose whatever color. Okay. I think he yeah, that was getting... a dealer example. Right? Yeah. It was a dealer yeah. example. Right, so that the Speed Yellow car is not the one. That no, was, no, no. Uh, but it was, it was the first of the run. Yeah. I mean, the Cayman was a brand new car. And, and, um, because well, I love that car in Speed Yellow. Oh, you should buy Ron Gordon's car. Ron's car. That's, 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 sale. that's, I mean, everything's I for know. sale. I guess everything's, I, for, everything's sale, for sale. Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, a quick update on, Justine's uh, search for uh, a car. Uh, last time we talked about it, she got into an, uh, someone hit her, T-boned her, killed her car, going through all the insurance stuff. And, you know, we made a list and I asked a lot of people on, on my Facebook page to help to think about a car for about 25 grand, manual, all wheel drive and could hold an 82 pound uh, dog in the back. Well, turns out that's a pretty tough list to fulfill it really narrows down to like a subaru and maybe um you know something one or two other cars so we got to thinking and when you know it i think at this table my daughter is the first person to buy a car from nathan Mers. I bought. Oh yeah. I bought Did you buy a car from I, Nathan? Yeah, I bought a nine fourteen from Nathan. Oh, that was from Nathan. I thought you yeah. bought it from the lady that owned it. Yeah. To Nathan's credit, my Cayman was actually sent to Rob, and Nathan was going to buy it had it not been across the whole country. Uh, so I eat breakfast of... with Nathan. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm say Manny that doesn't want to miss out. Here. Manny doesn't miss out. So let me clarify. Justine did not buy a car from Columbia Valley Columbia Valley Luxury, Luxury cars, cars, which is his dealership. Yeah. But he bought it from his his family. It's actually was his his kid's car, and it's a, a 2008 Acura MDX. So we had to forego the manual. She definitely got the all wheel drive. She definitely got the room, and it's got some miles on it. But you it's know, still going to be a gas and oil car for the next ten. Well, years. Well, th- and that's what that's what we came to the realization. Like she lives in the city. Uh, it's parked outside. She's got like, you know, a year and a half left. And as she started to feel kind of stressed about like, I was like, you got to go test drive all these cars and da da da. And then she's like, oh, then, you know, the, the thought of having payments and stuff like that. So we just bought them. And then the best of all, it's, well, it's the chat minivan chassis. They build those cars on Best that Odyssey. All. Odyssey, yeah. yeah. All right, and that'll... that V six is like Vu certainly knows yeah. about Odyssey longevity. So yeah, she basically got into a minivan, which was his ultimate dream. Was to get <laughs> yeah, trying minivan. to make this sound well, more exciting. <laughs> on, a, on a more interesting note, my daughter is looking for her first real car at the moment. Oh, wait, so. but she had something pretty cool. Yeah, well, uh, she's uh, she's got a two thousand nine Jetta that that's actually, what it was. Yeah, the Jetta. That we yeah, found yeah, yeah. in Northern Virginia uh, like three years ago. Manual Jetta. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, she's now a newly minted veterinarian. Oh, and so you're got... probably telling her to get a rover, right? No, 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 no. This was <laughs> this was uh, this. I, I had nothing to do with this, but she would like like a 2015 Macan. So nice. If anybody, you know, like a in the thirty thousand dollar range of 2015 Macan, um, that's uh, kind of what she's interested in. Depends I mean, on I've... the mileage. Depends on the mileage. That's 2015, though. Yeah. Yeah, for Shimacon. Which I thought was pretty cool. Unprompted from me. And uh, yeah. Good for her. Congratulations. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, this whole adulting thing, like Justine today has to go to. She snuck up on me. She has to go to the Utah DMV and register her car. She's got to do the odometer uh, declaration. She got her own insurance. Like, my kid's adulting. It's pretty cool. I know. It's scary, but it sneaks up on you. Yeah. But she did say she, she said when she, so she actually, Thanksgiving Day, her and her boyfriend flew to Washington, landed. Nathan and Susie had the car staged at the airport. They climbed into the car and drove back to Utah straight nine hours on Thanksgiving Day. And she was like, Dad, this, you said, I thought it was like the size of the Cayenne. And it feels like it's a little bit bigger than the Cayenne. I'm like, no, it's the size of the Cayenne. And then we, uh, I actually pulled up next to one the other day. I'm like, oh, crap, it's almost the size of the Odyssey. So she's <laughs> like, it's big and whatever. But yesterday it snowed and Nathan put on... Um, uh, Blizzax, 
with an mm. extra set of wheels. And she's like, Dad, this thing is unstoppable. I merge and people let me in. <laughs> she loves it. So maybe she's definitely she's gonna... not in Maryland anymore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. People let you in. Yeah, she's like, I just, I just put my blinkers on and I just drift and people let me in. It's amazing because I with, I guess with the cruise, people would never let her. <laughs> uh-huh. Who knows? But anyways, thankful that she got the car. Thank you, Nathan, Susie. Thankful that she got home on a nine-hour drive. Um, that's a pretty long haul for, for one day. So anyways, yeah. yeah. So, uh, I do want to make sure we always ask you to like comment and subscribe. Uh, you know, we're, we're reading all your comments and, uh, appreciate you sending, you know, I think we've got some, some notes, um, via email on, on, you know, offering your car for us for one mile drives. Cool. I'd like to try, try something. Um, a, l- a little bit of a, a test, so to speak. So there's there's a lot of you that listen and thank you for coming up to us and 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 talking to us at events. But there are some people that don't necessarily listen to podcasts, and I was one of them because Manny's the one that got me into the podcast. Right now, I'm still not like you still don't listen. To I'm still podcasts. not full fledged like like he is. But I would appreciate it if you're on Facebook or Instagram or whatever social media ch- channels you play in um do us a favor and share the podcast on your social media i just want to see if that makes any sort of a blip like we're doing really well in rankings um you know and and especially in the u.s and canada but all over the world i'd just be curious if if you all our listeners our loyal listeners if you shared it on your social media if i'll see a blip next week just a little test little see what happens that'll be more than a week okay oh yeah it'll be like two weeks i guess but, um, yeah, we monitor all that. We're looking at all our views. And, you know, speaking of views, uh, we're constantly monitoring YouTube. That's that's a big objective for us. And I think you all know that we're trying to get to 100,000 subscribers. But I think this year we should be able to cross, just in 2022, 2 million views. Is that right, Damon? I think we're at uh, 1.8 million views right now. We're yeah. over 1.8 million. So, so just, just go back and think. You know, we were just talking about how... You know, we in 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 2006 doing basic videos, and now to think that close to two million people have watched our stuff yeah, just few, this year. A few stats actually that are interesting uh, to uh, to me is that through no- November 27th of 2021, we had 1.2 million views. Now we have 1.8 million views to that same period, and our watch time went from 167 thousand hours to 353,000 hours. So, so thank you. You guys all. are watching a lot more. We really appreciate it. And we're going to continue to pump out content. Um, so back back to since last time, you guys do any car stuff over the Thanksgiving holiday? Yeah. Uh, cars and coffee. Yeah, cars yeah. and coffee. I drove a lot of Porsches. <laughs> you did. You were, you were in a good weather yeah. good weather territory, so you drove Yeah, we, we figured it would be good to drive as many Porsches for one mile reviews as possible when we were in um, San Diego. And I got to drive the most because um, I guess for Unstock, when some people were setting up, I was able to steal away to Angeles Crest. Then I stayed another week because I have family in San Diego and I drove five more Porsches um, that week. So last week it was a, a 1964 SC. Uh, which you see on the screen if you're watching right now. And for those who are paying attention to our YouTube YouTube channel and have seen my my latest one mile review, it was a 56, 356 Speedster. Um, so interesting comparison between those two cars. You'll probably see this one that I drove in San Diego early 2023. Ooh, that's nice. Um, that's a beautiful. Is that great. Slate yeah, gray? Slate gray with red. Slate gray. Slate and gray. I don't think you'll mind me saying that this is Skip Carter's, so he is the... That is probably my favorite color combo. That that is yeah, yeah. For those not familiar with 56s, the SC is the most refined. Mm-hmm. It's the end of the uh, model 95 line. 95 horsepower. It's, uh, yeah. it, it, is, uh, it, it feels like you're driving a modern car. Yeah. yeah. You get on the highway, and I was driving, I know, uh, Bob Gutyar's uh, 64C, yeah. And I was cruising at 80-some miles an hour without any hesitation whatsoever. That's my dream car. So it it is for Damon. It had to be a uh, pretty cool experience driving something from a 56, was it, the Speedster? To this, it shows how much Porsche um, evolved in that uh, Oh, yeah. The 56 was way less refined, for sure. It had the 64 SC engine, transmission, and brakes. 
uh, the engine was hot rotted in that speedster, but the the uh, the transmission, the shift throw was really really long. And I hop into skips, uh, which is restored to original, um, and the shift throw was nice and tight. And it was a very very different car to drive. You could almost say the speedster was felt like a GT car compared to really an SC. You know, in the way that like was it know, more luxurious and it like was more luxurious? And... I could see myself cruising in it. You know more than the speedster for sure, and then we had Skip's Cayenne Diesel, which, nice. um, you know, it's hard to get really excited driving diesel for most people. I'm kind of a I like diesels. I, I drive a, a Golf diesel every day, so I thought that it would be a similar sort of experience to the Golf in the sense that the engine's not going to want to rev. Um, it's actually a little bit more spirited than than the Golf, and it was a, a pretty nice drive. But you don't buy a diesel Cayenne. I'm expecting gasoline V8 performance. Yeah, but if you ever met anybody... It's no slouch, though, right? It's no slouch, but it's not a canyon. It's not a Cayenne that you're going to want to take to a back road. But that's the one that's going to score like a 9 on Daily Driver. Right. If you ever met anybody who owns a Cayenne diesel who doesn't absolutely effing love it. Oh, yeah. I mean, Nathan Murs, you know, don't get him talking about Cayenne diesels ever. And if you're not for a race, this is the car you want. Yeah, because yeah. in a What's 24 that? hour race, you're making less fuel stops. Oh, yeah. The oh, fuel yeah. economy on these cars are incredible. Yeah. yeah. Compared no, the, to a regular the, gas car. The, the warranty is also amazing yep. that they've thrown on it. Yep. And I know several people that have in the family like two Cayenne diesels. Right. Like, it's, I it's, right. I mean, uh, just I look at the prices, how they've held up. Yeah. Great it's the only Porsche with a red line, I think, of. Uh, Forty five hundred. It was. Maybe? It was above. It was like five, maybe six. I, I the red line. To, yeah. Well, I mean, five thousand is. You know, like that's what diesels rev to nowadays. Yeah. Not like All I know is that Murs loves his, and that's good yep. enough for me. Yeah. So yeah, but it was either five or six thousand RPM redline, somewhere in there. But beautiful car. This next one I drove directly after. Is that your uncle's car? That's my uncle's car. Wow. So wow. Um, for those who are in San Diego, okay. So so there are people nice. that are just listening. So we yeah. need to make sure we describe yep. what we're looking. So at. So my uncle owns a nine nine seven GT three. Uh, it's in some pretty striking color so, combos. It's, it's like the Bumblebee. Point one. Yeah, yeah. So uh, if if you remember the 997.2 GT3 RS, it had the sort of the side script or the the design with the checkered flag. Right. Um, that's what my uncle's car has. That was put on aftermarket. But the yellow wheels, the yellow mirrors, and the spoiler is actually aftermarket. But the wheels and, and mirrors came from the factory like that. Oh, so, so it's, that, it's that's a black car with yellow accents. Nice. Oh, so okay. so I think yellow belts. What's that? Does it have yellow belts? Too? I believe it has yellow belts. Nice. Yep. Um, and the black and yellow Cali plates. Yeah, exactly. I and, love and it. The, uh, no, if I'm and, not mistaken. And the sunroof. That was a car oh, sunroof, yeah. that you had to have the sunroof. Even though it's a GT car. Even though it's a GT car. And that's where people just uh, had a cow because yeah. people didn't want a sunroof in their GT3. And you couldn't not order it. It came with all the cars. You had to get an RS to get a sunroof uh, uh, delete. Uh, which uh, I never understood. Thank why you for Porsche not using that. the word slick top or slick roof. <laughs> I love I, saying I, slick top. Uh, yeah, well, uh, I definitely would say the 997 GT3. It was awesome car. I I hadn't driven it quite that much up until that week or that day, um, and then uh, a couple days later, the day before Thanksgiving, I transferred over to a gray. 2018 GT3. Mm. So it was a nice sort of back to back comparison there. Um, Is that chalk? That is graphite blue metallic, oh, okay. um, really? which wow. I guess is a little more common in Southern California. Apparently, well, that's that's the one that Manny drove, right? Yeah, exactly. He also drove a graphite blue metallic yeah. GTS. So know. rare color, but yeah. we're seeing him around. Same color to me. Yeah, it's, yeah. I remember, it's, I thought the green uh, the car was uh, chalk. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, this Mr. is out Colorblind. in uh, North County, California, or San Diego. Um, this car, this nine nine one dot two. Has 500 horsepower versus the 997's 415, and you know uh, you'll have to watch the video for for my review. But I will say that huge different. You you have to approach those cars totally differently because 415 horsepower is enough to have fun. Yeah, and you're probably going to be okay. You're not. It's still a very analog car, and it'll bite. Yeah, but this 2018 car will bite much harder. It's 500 horsepower feels way more. And that car had a rear wheel steering. Yeah, which the uh, 997 did. So are we changing it to D-O-M-R? Damon's one mile reviews? <laughs> <laughs> well, if you guys had just stayed in California for a little longer. so 
No, but I, it was a and there's another one. So I drove a Nordic Gold 997 Carrera S. This was a launch model, so 05, uh, and it had limited slip differential and Sport Passim, which are two really cool and I think rare options just to have on a PDK car. Yeah, on a car that's already in a super rare color. Yeah, in a super yeah. rare color. Um, Maya, she bought it new. Um, very sweet woman who allowed me to drive this. I got PDK nowadays. It, it's funny how much older it feels now for or it's not an 05 it's an 09 launch car so it's um pdk back in 09 oh with the I, buttons on the wheel yeah with the, the buttons paddles. on the wheel yeah. they did another mod though they have the sport steering wheel with the paddles so That's it's like the perfect pdk car oh but much slower than the new porsches you can tell that porsche has gotten a lot better at programming and building pdk right. transmissions so nordic gold yay yep. or nay i like it i, like I know it. where you come down vu but i i <laughs> I effing love it. I, I I like the color. If you've ever seen, it also looks good, believe it or not, in a Cayenne GTS. Uh, I know. Cayenne I know. Launch color too. Yeah. I just stick to the black and silver. Boot. No, it's not that. I I love colors, and you know, for if you own a Nordic gold car, I, you know, no disrespect, but it's just not a color for me. That <laughs> fair it's enough. Very orange. If you it's like. it's rare, yeah. but sometimes rare doesn't necessarily mean great color. Or does it? Uh, like somebody who buys a ruby stone? No. Oh, just kidding. Yeah. I love ruby stone. That's what's weird, no, right? I mean, like, I why do I like a ruby colors. stone, but I'm not a huge fan of Nordic Gold? Well, ruby stone I, looks good, but would you ever buy a ruby absolutely. stone? Absolutely. You would. I would rock well, I would ruby never, stone. Never, like, yeah. Wouldn't, yeah, well, I would, I, would, I would do Nordic Gold. It looks, also looks good in a Cayman, but I don't know. that's just my May, Maybe because I have flashbacks to like Pontiac Grand Ams that had a very similar color and i just made somebody really angry at me that, that, I, I that, that i referred to their nordic gold as a pontiac a Fox color. body mustang it's all I mean, comes down to the fact that he got beat by these cars so that's <laughs> oh. why he has a animosity well, towards that color. because my fear my gold fear 2m4 was anemic and these little nordic gold grand ams had the quad four oldsmobile engine and they crushed me yeah maybe, maybe that's maybe that's what See, it is. i don't remember that i mean i remember like that gm gold which is kind of a gold gold but this has got like an orange to it yeah, yeah. that i think is is pretty cool anyways we were just talking colors rainbow rainbow <laughs> if you want to look, look and see more colors yeah absolutely i threw that out there for you rob oh thanks i appreciate it <laughs> and people continue to submit you know we still get like 10 images a day on rainbow it's amazing but, yeah, uh, I hear it every time uh, Jim Hemmick has to post it. <laughs> the cursing, we got cursing. a color, <laughs> or you know the people who get the color name wrong. That you know that that makes it a little bit more difficult. But uh, I, I did a car thing over the holiday. Yeah, um, when are I, you selling the nine nine six? I'm not. What and, is and the bet? What is what's the bet now again? The bet was April of of 2024. Oh, I got 2024. Oh, was it, is it 2024, 2023? Don't, don't try to change I'm it. Not, it's on the whiteboard. You, unless you, you erased two, it. I thought it was a year only. You well, sell it within the year. All right, then it's April of 23. You did, I, there was a way you would. Have yeah, all right. It, yeah, Vu probably it was on the whiteboard. I, 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 I would have bet a year. Were, I would have bet a year. So you've got till April. Oh, yeah, no problem. Because <laughs> here's the. I literally. I'm gonna owe him a Greek lunch. I think. I just gotta start sending him all these for sale ads. Yeah, there's no trying to game that. No, I I just did the seats. Um, I never liked. Oh, that's the last thing he does before he sells a car. That's no, the... no, 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 no. That's... <laughs> He's like, I will make it custom by putting tartan inserts, and then then he puts it on social media. Someone says, "Oh, that's cute," and I'll make someone offer, and he sells it. So, I mean, It'll nobody likes. What do they? I forget on uh, um, on. Normal on comfort seats, the kind of supple leather. What's that called? Oh, I know what you're talking about. The comfort about. seats. The comfort no, seats. No, no, no. The leather we have on the 964. It's the, that like, I, it's it's like, like wrinkly. pleated almost. Yeah, yeah the yeah. wrinkly. Yeah, yeah I, I, I hate that. So, and plus the car doesn't have heated seats or anything. So it's, you know, it's it's cold in the winter. It's hot in the summer. So I did uh, tartan inserts. I did uh, black watch. <laughs> are, they, are, just, are they heated now? Or? He no, did not, but huh. he did not just justify tartan inserts because it doesn't have heated seats. Yeah. I like the and look. The clock is, is going to make it warmer. It is going to make it warmer. It's going to make it cooler in the summer. Cooler. But I got the uh, the 70s. It's called The pattern's called Black Watch. It's that navy green and It is and a black fabric. Yeah. yeah. And it looks good in a black interior. So when I get back home, you know, and have to put the car away for the winter, uh, it'll have... Uh, so did you leave the car at like an upholstery shop or yeah. you just took the seats out? Yeah, I left it. I just drove the whole car to the upholstery shop. I didn't have time to take out the seats. 
Oh, and they're just doing the insert top and bottom, or are yeah. they just doing the back? Uh, no, they're doing you know as as you know as as you would normally see it back seats and, and then the only bottom. the driver's seat. No. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and I cheaped out on the other driver's seat. <laughs> so, what's the range of cost of doing something like that? Uh, it's about a thousand if you just do the fronts. It's fifteen hundred front and back. So it's very reasonable. Ooh, that's actually quite reasonable. Yeah, plus you know the cost of three meters of uh, black watch tartan fabric, which was probably oh, one hundred and fifty dollars. Well, you'll have to uh, send us some photos so we can see what it looks like after it's all done. I will. I'm excited about that. Yeah, I won't be able to drive the car probably until April. But do you still have the TBR? I do. Dad, I wow. do. What's up? He's like keeping contact. Is, is it in the shop or is it? No, no? I literally the uh, there was a freak 70 degree day about uh, a week ago, and I took it out for a couple of hours, and you know all was good. Which I mean, honestly. I, when he starts Manny, with is, Manny is right. <laughs> Every time I get in the car after it's been sitting for a while with British cars, you always have to worry about: Am I going to have hydraulic pressure in the clutch? Am I going to have you know hydraulic pressure in the brake system? Because uh, they don't like sitting; the seals dry out, and, and that's that. But everything's good. But you did get rid of something. No. You got rid of the mini. I got rid of the mini. The yeah. mini was, I, you know, the was, perfect daily driver. You got rid of it. Uh, well, is that it, what the he perfect it? until it started breaking left and right. You know, daily Maybe drivers I just got the perfect daily driver. Daily drivers, this mini, that, all-wheel drive, stick. You know, mm-hmm. with with under seventy thousand miles that strand you and your kids and your dog on a road trip are not perfect daily drivers. Yeah. So, uh, the E ninety one wagon, on the other hand, a, a perfect daily driver. So, what happened to the mini? Like what? What problems or problem? Uh, I was taking my daughter to uh, a job interview, and oh, uh, the valve cover cracked, and oh, and basically, Ugh. yeah, the plastic valve cover cracked, and and basically, you know, all the oil shot out oh, all man. over the engine compartment at you know seventy wow. psi or whatever. So uh, <laughs> that was bad. And on a hot day on a road trip, it inexplicably went into limp mode. Didn't throw any codes. Uh, just hmm. went into limp mode, and nobody could figure out why. That sounds like, like British car right there. It's yeah, exactly. Electronic right. It's, after that, <laughs> it's like you're dead to me. Uh, that's yeah, you know you yeah. do this you know twice so, and so yeah. why do you so I, I guess it's cost. I mean, why do you, so many manufacturers move away from metal parts to plastic parts? Like you see, cost you see weight. plastic mm-hmm. oil pan bottoms. You see plastic valve covers you see headlights that went from glass to plastic and all the plastic stuff eventually well goes the, the to, headlights goes and crap. taillights are because they had to conform to dot standards oh. and so instead of having multiple lights like side markers yeah uh, they made a gigantic blob of a taillight or a headlight oh. and only way to do that is with blow molding you know plastic yeah. and uh um, the glass went out the window um I'm sure there's a cost if you were trying to do the same thing in glass, which is probably impossible. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, plastic's lighter, and uh, it's cheaper. Uh, our Chevy, uh, uh, little Chevy Sonic, which is really a Daewoo. I knew you wanted to call it something else, <laughs> oh, but yeah, well, <laughs> he's keeping it PG. <laughs> yes. It, yeah. uh, everything that fails, it's a plastic part. It's a plastic right. part. You know, so radiators, annoying. you know, overflow tanks, you know, all that oh, stuff. The BMW is just notorious for it. But um, uh, a friend in, in – uh, Panel contributor Art Mason uh, told me he knows a mini tech, and I, you know, this made sense to me. Is essentially he knows a mini tech. You don't know mini. No, I, I, well, I got to <laughs> know some mini techs a, a, a hell of a lot better than I ever wanted to. The mini techs, uh, kid through college. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I got to know several mini techs a hell of a lot better than I ever wanted to. But basically, said they design the, the the package, the overall package of the car, and then they make the mechanical components fit. So everything is just squeezed in there, really, really tight. Um, you know, just everything gets hot in the engine compartment. The you know the heat soak is 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 crazy, and plastic stuff mm. you know lasts about half as long in the engine compartment of a MIDI is is something. It else. just seems like Man. these newer cars. I don't know if that's regardless of manufacturer, they're becoming more like disposable. Like, do you will will these will these cars last twenty? Like, I'm this is my thirtieth year of ownership, and I have a beat up old fox body mustang which is not like was not great to start with but it's still like it's so think, simple think about what up. you're saying here though at a you know, eighty thousand miles that fox body mustang is getting tired you know 
We now have an expectation that you're going to get 200,000 miles out of a car. Remember that Fox body, you may as well say I got a shirt that's uh, for 30 years old that is still in great shape, but I only wear it once every three years. Well, that's true. Because we were just talking yesterday yeah. about how you put more miles on your bike than you did on your car. Right. Think about how those things wore whoa, back whoa, whoa. in the- Why is it starting to turn to feel like an intervention? <laughs> I don't know. Your car is great because it gets great care, but think about how those cars wore back in well, the true. day. Yeah. You know, when they were five years old, they were clapped out. Yeah. Uh, back know? in the day, 100,000 miles was like, ooh, that's a lot yeah, of 100, miles. 100,000 miles. But now deal. you're like, 100,000 miles, the car's just broken in. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. That's a good point. Good so, point. I mean, I, I get back to always talk about this, but the first 996 that I owned, the one that I bought when I started here- the one you should have kept? The one that I should have kept. The one that was like a February of 98 build. I didn't know any of that stuff then. Uh, you know, with, with tons of records. Yeah, that one. Um, you know, that car was in 2017. How old was it? It was 18 years old. Yeah. You know, 18, 19 years old with, you know, 90,000 miles. Paint was shiny. The interior was part, drove beautifully. And I think about the 72 911S that I owned in 1989, also 17 years old, about the same miles. And that car was hand-built, you know, as, as nicely as Porsche could have built it then. But it was thoroughly worn out. I mean, the paint was faded. It was starting to use oil. Oh, you know, gosh. the seats, you know, the, the see, stuffing had collapsed. They, they, Porsche, I believe, an excellent uh, was expected book. Uh, Porsche expected their cars the last 20 years. Yeah. That was it. Yeah, I mean that sounds like a long. It's a long time for them, but they they engineered for twenty years. That was span. ambitious. Yeah, yeah. Oh. But I mean, everything in this car, you know, it, it ninety seven thousand miles. The injection pump was worn out. It, you know, it was starting to use some oil and smoke. Um, you know, compared to the nine nine six that you know was barely broken in. Same age, same miles. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, let me just move into a couple of updates here. Oh, we did. We we were on a pretty fun. Uh, uh, Microsoft Teams call with uh, Porsche Club coordination. These are the folks that uh, coordinate all the different efforts of Porsche clubs worldwide, led by uh, Sebastian Merkel and, and his team. And uh, they did what's called a second uh, annual town hall meeting for all the club presidents in in the world. And we got to participate in that. It was pretty cool because they really highlighted PCA's growth uh, in numbers, but then also growth in programs. And they talked about how the 70th celebration of Porsche clubs was, you know, a, a huge success. And, and one of the highlights of the, the successful celebration was the 70 year logo that we created at Porsche Parade. So that was cool for, to see PCA get uh, that coverage. They talked about works reunion. And if you've been to a national event this, this past year, you know, we always had 70 year flags. We had the big banner, Damon and, and myself. We sent them photos from all of our events and they shared it with, I mean, we had Porsche Club Singapore, Porsche Club. Great Britain, like all of them got to see all the cool stuff that we did. Did people just gasp when they saw that logo made out of cars? Here, here, to, here, to put things into perspective, um, yes, they did gasp. Could that. you imagine any other car club? No, and that's the, really, that, you imagine like the Corvette We were running out of red cars, off? Yeah, yeah. Right? So, no, I mean. the, the, they, they said only, really only PCA could pull that off to do, you know, that many cars and have all red cars in the middle, so on and so forth. But to put, to put our, our size in perspective, there was a record of Porsche gathering oh shoot I think it was I think it was Singapore if I'm not mistaken um but they 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 they, they broke a record or set a record and their record was 204 Porsches gathered like that was a huge deal and it is a huge deal for them right, right. but well, I mean, if you think Singapore's about in PCA tiny. or you think about our open house you know we draw 300 cars on any given yeah. weekend right so yeah, that's pretty cool to see how kind of PCA stacks up against all the other clubs and um, share of ideas, so on and so forth. They did talk about a little bit about the 75 year uh, of Porsche celebration and and uh, a tagline of uh, driven by dreams and also a focus on Porsche colors. So we'll hopefully hear more about that and share with you all. As we get that, um, we get more rainbow images. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Is uh, there any way we can have input on their names? You and I and some of the staff. Don't talk tell about me you like rough roads. <laughs> 
Uh, sound like a porn star name. Think about it. <laughs> Mad Max. It's, it's, Sad it's, but true, it's, Manny. It's, well, I mean, there's, there's in translation, there. It's that's uh, what I'm saying. Just they, they should just run it by us and say, uh, uh, "What do you think well, of this name?" I mean, in, in all fairness, what do you do? I mean, you want to do something, you know, that is a tribute to the Rothmans livery. You no longer yeah. want to associate with a tobacco company. So what do you do? So you know, yeah. that's what they came up with. I, uh, yeah, I, you know, needed something that started with an R. Yeah, yeah, that's how I kind of. Yeah, but here's here's the thing. So I want to give you guys kudos. I don't know if I did it last last podcast of getting um, footage from the LA Auto Show to Bogdan. Like it was a true collaborative effort to have you guys out there. I wish I could have stayed. I couldn't. Yeah, but you guys got media to Bogdan, and I think the clip of the 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 tan safari car has a yeah with my voiceover. I think that's a clip like two hundred thousand yeah views on Instagram. Yeah, I think it's um, let's, I think it's number reaches, two. Let, let's see, it's one of our best reels, I believe, that we've done. The silly thing is what the number one reel is. On Instagram, yeah, and that was the. Do you know what gosh, that is, Manny? Just showing me yesterday. Uh, no, what is it? <laughs> so the so the Safari one is currently the second most viewed Instagram post. Our number one post, which is so random, it's literally Damon doing a video of the PCA any cross at parade where a father is pushing his child in a stroller. I'm telling you, oh, that's get, still up there, huh? That's like wow. a four, we get to that's catch. Like a, that's like four hundred thousand. I'm like, yeah. There's no music. There's no like yeah. voiceover. Yep. It's literally the dad pushing the stroller through a little course. Yeah, that, that was pretty funny. <laughs> that that dad was pushing that stroller hard, and the kid was just like, in totally safe. You know, not like right. twenty miles. And it was just, uh, it, it was, was quick. It was brisk. It's a brisk. And yeah, the so kid random. was like flailing around in the seat. So but they won, I believe. That, that is our top post on Instagram. We've been yeah. doing the Andy Cross. Uh, any, which means you can autocross anything in this kid's autocross because I have a picture of me um, in 05 running Paige, who's uh, you know my daughter, and uh, uh, she's in her 20s now, and she's, she, she's holding on for dear life into this stroller because I think she would have been uh, six years old. Yeah. And, um, and we're, so we're, and she's like, you can see her just a big smile as I'm carting her through the course. But I remember this other father puts his son in there and this kid screamed bloody murder the oh, entire, because no. he was expecting the same reaction. Yeah. The kid would be slapping the whole time. Yeah. Nah, not the no. same reaction. Not that so time. what do you want for, for stroller autocross? Do you want the three wheel or the four wheel stroller? What's it doesn't the... matter because you're really pivoting on one wheel. All right. That's the key. You yeah. want something light, so enough that you can you want to minimize friction as much as possible. So you're just running on one wheel for most of the time. Are we really discussing stroller strategy? For, I mean, that, is, of a that in a nutshell is how Type A Manny is. Well, you know? not just Manny. Like our everybody, club, everything yeah. is competitive. Everything right. is competitive. From eating to stroller crossing to hey, well, what the hot setup yeah. is for stroller autocross. Yeah, the camera, I mean, re- we rear are camera on your yeah. stroller. Next we are hot truly, dog eating contest. Not well. Yeah, to put some uh, graphite uh, lubrication in the wheels to get the proper. Uh, <laughs> Meanwhile, I'm putting LED lights. Is that lights. legal though? I mean, do you, uh, there was no uh, was there's no tech inspection. There's, for, yeah, uh, there's no PCR rules. There's, whoa, 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 whoa. there's there's no for stroller think, autocross. There's no. I think protest. the only thing you got to do is you got to finish with the kid in the uh, whatever you're. <laughs> you can't dump the kid. No. no. All right. No. Kid still has to be attached to whatever you're pushing. All right. All right. Uh, <laughs> with that, let's go into. We have any updates on uh, Rensport? Well, we had our Rensport meeting. Uh, it's it's moving, uh, progressing, uh, 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 very well. Porsche is. Uh, is uh, thankfully um, uh, ahead of the game. Uh, they realize uh, how much um, construction they're going to have to do, not just for, not, not like grandstands or anything like that, but more displays that they're going to have because they don't want to make a tent city, as, uh, as one of them said. They want to have actual structures. So even like um, our, uh, our area, there'll be um, permanent... Or, uh, permanent structures for the event, so it won't be a bunch of different tents. Yeah, permanent structures. It's almost like built, built out containers. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. They're going to have a two-story oh, building temporary. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, like they do at Monterey. You know, Mercedes yeah. will stick. Uh, uh, looks like a dealership Lexus that was on yeah. Pebble Beach, but it was just put there for a week. They're yeah. going all out, all out. Yeah. It's uh, so. Um, 
Is there? I mean, is there anybody who's not just counting the days for this? I mean, we're all just. You know like what? It's funny. Kids. I was talking to some of my friends, and I said, you know, talking about twenty twenty three being like, you know, there's gonna be so much to do. There's still people out there that are on the fence. Like, should I be going to this? I'm like, so on the fence for what reason? To go to? I don't know. I'm like, y'all should just make sure you get your airfare soon and I mean, hotel it, accommodations. Is it just should... like like COVID backlash or something? Are people uh, still worried about? No, no, I think it's uh, they don't. Uh, um, they've never been to Rensport, so maybe that's they don't case, understand yeah. what the hype's about, or they've already been. Maybe uh, I mean I I didn't go to the first Rensport because I, first of all I don't remember the first Rensport being advertised. Yeah, and um, if if I would have seen it without understanding what it was, I might have thought it was just another vintage race weekend, uh, which there's a lot to choose from on the East Coast in the summertime. Um, so uh, even though we try to educate the people how important rent sport is and how many uh, different types of cool cars and people you're going to see. I always tell them, I go, if you don't go, what's going to happen is you're going to read and see a lot of stuff about rent sport and you're going to wish you would have went. Yeah. To me, it's like, you're like me and you go once or twice. And if I didn't absolutely have to be there, I could see maybe making other plans. If like maybe a different sort of trip, I don't have to go to every single rent sport except for work. Can we just get a pillow and smother him? Oh my God. It's like, (laughs) are you really surprised about what he's saying? If you knew Woodstock was coming, you would go, right? Like amazing bands, amazing ambiance. But if you've been to Woodstock once, do you want to go to Woodstock again? I would go every time. You go every time. I would go every time. So maybe that's just the difference between us. Is you know, I might not go to Woodstock every time. Uh, FOMO. I I did. I don't want to miss out. A fear of missing out something cool is going to happen. I'm just going to go. Yeah, no, but it's an awesome event. If you haven't been, you need to go for sure. But <laughs> you have been, if you have, yeah. <laughs> Mr. Jaded over make, there. Make yeah. some room for other people if you had. <laughs> yeah. All right. No, it's, uh, gonna, it's definitely going to be awesome. And, yeah. Uh, and uh, seeing Porsche, how excited they are about it. Uh, and I, I even yes. told them my plan for, um, because they were like, uh, you know, uh, so you want to know who's coming. And I'm like, I would love to know who's coming ahead of time as far as you know, guest drivers and guest engineers. Yeah. I said, because believe it or not, usually they tell us literally 10 minutes before the people show up, they tell us who's coming to right. the tent at that 2 o'clock slot that we have. And I said, and that's hard. I remember one time they gave me the names and I wrote them down and one of them I never heard of. So I'm like, I'm Googling on the internet, which was kind of spotty back then, trying to figure out who this driver is. And it turned out it was really fascinating because he raced um, in the uh, early 50s, mm-hmm. 356s. And uh, he worked with the factory. He basically went to the factory and said, I want to race for you. And uh, <clears throat> he got a, a used 356, proved his worth. And so he started racing for him. But he's telling these stories about what it was like in the early 50s to race for Porsche. And I think Nick Tandy is sitting next to him, the 919 driver, just in total awe how this guy was basically by himself. He'd just show up. Maybe they gave him a mechanic. Sometimes they didn't. And some spare parts. And he would just show up, race, win, come back to the factory, give him back the car, and then wait to the next assignment. Wow. Yeah. I'm still trying to unpack David's uh, relative ambivalence. You know, it's like, <laughs> I'm sorry you have to go for your job. You maybe know? we leave him Realizing at home. Realizing fully that he probably has friends who, like, for their job, have to go to like you know a subprime auto loan convention in Des Moines. And Damon's got to go to Rensport. Manny, Manny, how excited were you going to Vegas for the packaging convention? How excited? <laughs> Not very excited. <laughs> About excited as Damon is going to Rensport. <laughs> oh gosh. <laughs> yeah. David, I don't think you're ever going to live this one down, brother. Oh, yeah. no, you hey, know, there's a, be there's some priest right now who's saying, "Oh God, I got to go to the Vatican again." <laughs> yeah. They're sending me to Rome. Hey, I wouldn't that. go if I wasn't a priest, but I got to go. I know you can only look at the Sistine Chapel so many times. <laughs> you can. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, you know, let's face it, David, Rensport is like the Sistine Chapel. Oh, God, we're blessed like by the Holy Father. Right. What's already? How many times I gotta get? All right, all right. We're running out of time. Portion news. Portion news. Uh, seven eighteen Boxster electric prototype. Yes, uh, well, they're good. calling it the nine eighty three, um, and that is, uh, I think it looks awesome. That looks good. Yes, yeah. it looks yeah. awesome because it looks like a regular gas car. It doesn't look. Uh, and this is what I love about Porsche. They're not. Uh, it's so it, well it's, disguised. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean it's. Uh, it, it has Wait, they pixelate the plate. I don't know why they. This is a spy shot. Uh, 
from Ger in Germany that we're watching. If you're watching the, if you're not listening, if you're not uh, watching the YouTube, listening. If it wasn't pixelated, a, it would probably have an SGO spy know. shot of a um, of a boxer. And uh, it even has a, is that a sticker exhaust or is yeah, that a real a sticker exhaust? fake exhaust? That's yeah. for sure a sticker. But uh, yeah. two, it has know, two different sets of wheels. So there must what, be what I love about it is if it wasn't electric, like it doesn't look like they all of a sudden made a Boxster electric. It still looks like a Boxster. It has integrated the newer styling cues from the different cars, but they didn't make it look like a Prius. You know, yeah. Nope. You know, no disrespect. Have you seen the new Prius, Prius, though? Not to digress. But let me it's let actually me good looking. No, it's not. Well, the, the Boxster looks like a Boxster. It looks like a sports car. It looks like an amazing car. Regardless of its powertrain, so yeah, the new Prius is uh, gives me hope for taxi drivers because it looks a little bit bigger for a taxi. But... Oh, I haven't seen it. I, I don't. Yeah, I don't did pay you, attention. You saw to the Prius, right? We had the other did, show. Yeah, the best Prius um, or the best looking Prius I've seen. I wouldn't it's call a it a beautiful car. Ever. Ever. <laughs> it, it, I wouldn't call it a beautiful car, but it's it's good looking, especially for a Prius. I it's a that. great appliance. I will yeah. say a Prius is a great appliance. Right. And they've, yeah. they've, if, if I was to buy a well designed toasters out if there, I would, say nice looking if I were to buy, you know, a, a commuter hybrid, you know, a Prius would be a good option. See, here's the test. I can see somebody slamming the new Prius as in like putting a stance on it at some point. Because it's too edgy? Because it's got no, an edgier style. It, like, slamming it. Slamming it. Oh, slamming as the lower. Uh, it's, it's the kid's yeah. sake. Come on, Boomer. Stance, stance it out, right? Yes. Yeah. You don't say slamming. You stance it out. Stance it out. He's like a couple of decades behind. Yeah, maybe, maybe. <laughs> but but yeah, uh, that's the true test. Uh, but speaking of, but uh, see, what, 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 what this uh, it brings into into uh, discussion is, and I was talking a little bit with Doctor Frank, and he really didn't answer my question. Frank Wallace was, um, how do what happens now that you have front engine and rear engine motors in electric cars? You kind of lose that. Um, what makes a Cayman a Cayman? What makes a 911 a 911 being the rear engine or mid-engine? Now, suddenly, they're all going to have the same architecture. Well, but but yes, but they can control the driving experience by sending the power to different ends of the car, right? That's called a C4. Oh, so you're saying they will all drive like C4s? No, that's what I'm saying. What I'm getting at is oh. that, you know, to me, part of the allure of a 911 is that it's rear engine. The engine's hanging out. Oh, I, see rear axle. I see what you're saying. Yeah. And, uh, you know, at one time it took some skill to be able to drive a rear engine car. Now everything's going to be a dual motor setup. Yeah. So you, you lose, I mean, they can say that, well, the motor's in the middle now or, or move it, uh, if they, which doesn't really seem to make sense, but if they, if they were to move it in front of the axle. So now it's battery it, placement. So now does it mean, yeah, well, you know, the weight, where so the weight is, battery. Versus, and I would think a lot of the programming of how the power is delivered now, mm -hmm. like how quickly does the torque build? Does it build more in the back? You know, for bad weather, you can adjust it, and I don't know. But I think they're all going to. Um, I mean, gonna... the Taycans. Uh, once you get into um, uh, <clears throat> past the base models, yeah. they're all dual motor setup, right? And they all have the same two-speed transmission in the rear, single-speed transmission in the front motor. That's all of them, uh, just across the board. It's uh, it's the same um, setup. So uh, well, I don't see it. It's, it's the weight balance. So, yes, dr the drive wheels and which wheels are driven affects that. But I think it's the weight balance that's going to make the biggest difference. So do they use a skateboard battery for the the 718 or do they stuff plump batteries. it up and stuff it right the behind the, the rear yeah. firewall? We want to make a handle worse, so we're going to stick it in the rear. To give it that give you a true feeling it. of a 911. I, I mean, I lower polar, polar moment of inertia if it's stacked behind you versus lower center of gravity if it's a skateboard. So um, it's, I'm sure they're having different. this discussion. And, yeah. you know, I, I firmly believe that they'll figure it out that it'll still be a fun car to yeah. drive. Yeah, it'll be, well, it'll be interesting to see how it yeah. all, it, you know, once it does settle, how it all pans out. Now, one of the funniest things that we saw back at SEMA, remember we were at the back end of a Tesla? And they had these little boxes that you attach to the back of the Tesla, mm -hmm. and it actually the speaker. This it was a speaker. Speaking, yeah, that's it was a speaker. Crazy. It was like you. So the guy would like hit on the throttle, and it would sound like a Hellcat. And then he switched over, and like that was so hokey. That's ridiculous. And I'm hoping that we don't see anything like what, that. On when a you Porsche. mentioned Tesla, though, it would, what popped into my head? It'd be fun to revisit this just to see. There hasn't really been. 
an electric sports car since the original Tesla Roadster, which was kind of a Lotus. electrified Lotus Elise. Yeah. I would really, really love to, although it's hard now because there aren't that many Tesla Roadsters around and, and they've gotten actually fairly valuable. But it'd be fun to drive one back to back with, with an electric Boxster and just see how much progress has been made. And, oh, and sure. And go back. Yeah. You know, I don't know anybody. I, I, I'm not sure I know anybody who's actually driven a Tesla Roadster. So I'd be kind of curious to see. You know, Polestar is working on a sports car, too. Yeah. Yeah, I've heard so that. That'll be... Uh... That's what everyone's been saying. The minute they make a fun electric car is when it's going to really become right popular, if you will. And uh, hopefully it's Porsche. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, it, it is. I mean, I think the the Tesla Roadster was kind of a, you know, a, a blind alley. They, they did it for a little while. It really wasn't a serious effort because, you know, basically it was based on, an, on a lease. And, uh, yeah, so this will be really an interesting test. Also in the headlines is our one yeah. of our favorite people. I got this for you. So you could explain this uh, <laughs> phenomenon to us. One of one of our favorite people at PAG is uh, Mr. Alexander Fabig. Yeah, I have a lot of questions about this. <laughs> so uh, for, and, for and also, uh, was it a couple of months ago? I was walking around the office telling you guys about a, um, a K-pop group that dropped a song and unfortunately they in the song they just say porsche 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 uh and we're like how can we like kind of get a part of all that and kind of you know have a little bit of fun and tell them it's porsche but we neither here or there and then we see this headline with uh, mr alexander fabig i like how he's with jenny wringing his hands with jenny like from evil, from uh, uh black pink and uh it highlights the Sonderwunsch program and for those of you that don't know jenny is uh, you know, one of the members of Blackpink, a uh, K-pop group, and she built her, I think it was a Taycan. Has she gone solo or is this? Uh... Uh, no, I think she's still part of the group. But uh, the, the funniest is, is she like Beyonce was uh, when she was part of a group. Uh, you know, with K-pop fans, and I am not a full on K-pop fan. I think her following is probably larger than. Well, I was reading. You know who is a full-on K-pop fan? Who? You're not going to believe this. No, Damon. Panorama <laughs> managing editor Emma Smith. Emma's into K-pop. Emma's into really? K-pop. Yeah. Oh, very cool. So, anyways, uh, in the Korean media, because I do watch some K dramas, it's a lot of. Why are you giggling? K dramas are awesome. K dramas are awesome. Yeah. Um, and and you and Kim Jong Il, <laughs> they uh, Porsche is definitely in the scene. Like the all the who's who in the K-pop world, all the stars, they're all in Porsches. It's pretty amazing. All right, we also you didn't put this one in there for me, but I know you'll report on it. Is the uh, Mobile One Super Cup? They signed on for twenty thirty. Yep. So uh, at least in Europe, you will get to see the uh, Super Cup series continue. I wish we had it here in the U.S. Sometimes they bring it here. They used to bring it here when it was uh, with um, Indianapolis, I remember. I think the first Indianapolis race, because I, I, what I remember was a lot of club racers were lined up to buy the Super Cup cars because it was the last race of the season. Was that back in nine, the 993? I think. Like the Pirelli no, cars? No, no, this was 996s. Oh, 996s? Yeah, it would have been 996s, oh. 997s. Anyways, uh, it was, uh, I just remember every... The teams were like more than happy not to have to transport the cars back to Europe, and they were unloading them here because there was enough uh, uh, club racers and pro teams that wanted to buy it. Oh, They're one, nice. one-year-old cars, but that will continue uh, on. To what do you think happened to all those cars? Oh, they're still around. Are people putting them like in their collection, or without people- saying who was auctioning it off? Uh, but uh, there was a car that there was a nine-nine-three. That uh, used to race and at Summit Point, and I saw myself this car get a complete new front clip. Oh! And this car got the living crap beat out of it uh, when it was, was racing. And this is not even racing uh, when it was racing Super Cup, but just racing with club racing. And now I'm seeing an auction off that at a pretty uh, prestigious auction house, and oh. I'm thinking to myself, I wonder if they realize how much. It's a race car. I mean, it's a factory race car. So, yeah. you know, much like the uh, video we did of uh, chassis number five nine seventeen, that turned out, you know, what only thing original in that car was actually the chassis plate. Ooh, yeah, the car has been redone, but that's very common with, with yeah. a lot of factory race cars. So it's it's not like a street car. Yeah, 
Apparently, but. people are importing. I, I think I told you when I picked up the TVR at the port, there was a 964 Cup car, you know, mm-hmm. just sitting at the port of Newark. And I'm dying to know who bought that car. Huh. Yeah. So. It's, uh, a lot of times you'll find uh, chassis numbers that there's two chassis numbers because they got a replacement tub. And then when the uh, original car became you know, valuable enough, they just fixed it. Yeah. And uh, that's how our uh, past Concord chair uh, ended up with. Two, two 74 RSs with the same uh, bin number. <laughs> it wasn't a scam. It was just a team. They built two know, cars out of one car. got a replacement tub, and then when the uh, 74 RSs went up in value, they said, you know what? We got that old wreck in the back. Let's fix it and sell it. And that's what they did. And uh, so he ended up, he said, he always jokes that you had to buy two cars to get one. <laughs> yeah. All right, latest video drops. We have, what, seven things you didn't know about the 911 Dakar, as well as we talked a little bit about the 56 Speedster, and then also the one at the museum is going to drop soon. Yeah, we uh, Vu filmed something at the Porsche Museum where the uh, the head manager of the museum picked his favorite, favorite cars that uh, he takes care of, and they were in the, the factory vault that's off the main site, you know, an undisclosed location. So that'll be... We were hoping to release it yesterday, but with the when I finish the edit and the time change, well, not time change, but um, being ahead in time in Ger- Germany, hopefully we get that approval we'll drop it today. This week. Or by the time you guys week. listen to this, it'll be already out. Yeah, it'll already be out by then. Um, and then we have an Unstock video, which should have dropped uh, by the time you hear this on the podcast. Uh, then we have... Um, What's the one-mile review coming out? Uh, that'll be... Let's see here. That'll be you. It'll be very cool. Oh, wow. So the one out here that we, we filmed, uh, followed by an 07 GT3. And then Vu drove something on Angela's Crest. It was a turbo with GT2 mods that sounded and looked really Did really that awesome. car sound good when I drove by, you guys? It did. It sounded did. good inside. It's my I'm kind like, of car, too. I like so. when that When I go by them, they're going to get a earful. Yep. That was yep. an awesome car. Yeah, and we've had a few other videos um, that have been in queue, including um, uh, a deep dive into a 993 Carrera RS versus RS Club Sport. Uh, Nathan Mers has a 996 Turbo video coming out soon, though we're not sure if that'll be late 2022 or early 2023. And we also profiled a 914 race car at Bob Miller's down the street, which we also have in queue. So a lot of good stuff coming up. Uh, subscribe to the channel so you don't miss any of it. Yes, please do. Tonight we'll be going over, and uh, Mr. Hemig is over the moon. I think he he's is. skipping around the office he because is. tonight we're going to be doing on Tech Tactics Live the definitive buyer's guide to Porsche bikes. Anything and everything you didn't want to know, we're going to tell you about Porsche bikes. But seriously, though, it should be a good show. Um, and if you're considering a new or uh, vintage Porsche bike, you'll want to watch this because we'll tell you what to look out for, what kind of prices you expect to pay, and and how to get fitted correctly. It's, it should be a very very cool session. I, I thought you just bought the bike and rode it, but I did too. There's they're a lot like, more. They're, 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 there's so much with like you know well, just bike like, chain tensioner well, problems. It's like how to tell the difference with uh, sizes, like worn shocks. Yeah. Okay. You, you got some fat guy that's been riding it for a while and just uh-huh. crushed the shocks. You know, Why are you a, looking at me? I wasn't looking at you. You're very I, uh, touchy I could, about this. I could tell you <laughs> were straining to look the other way. <laughs> See, the, the bikes we rode growing up, those are like the Toyotas and Hondas of the bike world. Yeah, yes. So now that we're into Porsche bikes, you just have to maintain it more, spend more money on them, learn all the ins and outs. The key and is you're a, all good. a good PPI on a Porsche bike as well. <laughs> oh, gosh. Yes. Uh, Get a ceramic right. coated. Well, you know, when I came in this morning, first thing, Jim comes running up to me and says, did you bring your bike? And I said, No. He goes, you didn't, and it looked like he told him Christmas was canceled. And I'm like, it's raining. I don't, I don't bring my bike out in the rain. Why would I? Who rides their bike out in the rain? And he's like, but we need it for the show. Did you not bring it? Or no, I brought it. I finally, uh, finally looked oh, you like, cry. I, uh, I said it's in the suburban I was right about now. to say, you're going to, like, crush his plans. Um, I also brought in the Cayenne because it's been two years since we did the video of uh, refurbishing the headlights on the Cayenne. And, oh, how are they holding up? Oh, they look like it's got cataracts. <laughs> so <laughs> so two, after two years, we're going to we're gonna shoot a quick video uh, with the new process using Cerakote. And uh, it's a lot easier. And yeah, we'll, we'll, actually, we're going to do sort of like a versus thing. We're going to shoot it the traditional way, sort of a how-to YouTube. But then we're also going to have Bogdan shoot it for Instagram and have it be like a 90-second thing. 
and see how they both perform. Why don't you investigate the new, new process of calling up Porsche Classic and getting a new set of headlights? <laughs> that is a wonderful option. Uh, it's a bit more expensive, and for a car that has 145,000 miles and sits outside, and I'm going to try this first. Fair enough. <laughs> All right, uh, let's see. We are... By the time you hear this, we'll be getting ready to board the Princess cruise ship for Zone Fest. And by we, you mean you. Uh, yeah. and, and about 600 other PCA members. That's how many. That's, you, that's crazy. Yeah. That's a huge number. Are you packing cruise wear? Uh, I haven't even packed, but yes, I'm sure I'll have cruise wear. I'm definitely going to bring my uh, new PCA Classic Club Coupe sneakers. Uh, you like how I integrated that? Throw that up there, Robert. Your boat shoes. Right. All right. It, <laughs> did I there did you I go. did I imagine this or did they get like uh part of the cast of the they, they did like the captain's daughter? So the captain's daughter is gonna be the MC for all of the PCA events. Wow. Uh we have over six hundred PCA members coming. We've actually um, just to make everybody feel old, the precocious kid with the bangs is now <laughs> probably forty something, and she's gonna be there with us. Wow. Her, actually, she'll be. I won't. I will be cooking against her in the uh, like the the Iron Chef competition. That will be. Yeah, and there'll be. Uh, uh, we'll have a comedian that I'm be, I'm gonna sit down with and give him all the PCA Porsche isms. So he'll have like a Porsche. You're just ratcheting up the cool factor. Yeah, it's <laughs> it's, it's gonna be a lot of all fun. Right. And and we're also I'm actually I'm looking forward to connecting. One of the stops is uh, Puerto Rico and San Juan and the Puerto Rico region. PCA's Puerto Rico region is putting together a car show or something. I know it's so, unheard of oh, to get fun. COVID while you're on a cruise ship. But yes. you will get tested before you come back in the office. Oh, yeah. it's, uh, it's well, you, uh, There's a lot of testing. You've had COVID like three times at this point, right? Have I've had it once. Oh, I thought you had it. Okay. No. <laughs> How does once become three times? And I barely, knock on wood, had it. Right. Fair enough. All right. Um, let's see. A little, little touchy there. All right. He's typhoid married. Registration for the Spring Treffin, uh, Georgia Mountains, opens on January 4th. Ooh. The event itself is April 19th to the 23rd. Those of you that have been to a Treffin before, you know that things sell out very quickly. We've had things sell out in eight minutes. Uh, so if you're looking forward to going to the spring treffin look at the information in advance and be ready on january 4th when registration opens make your decisions quickly check out so you get your spot why don't we just have ticketmaster handle this now so it can sell out before yeah, they even go officially wrong. go on sale yeah just like how we <laughs> crashed the rent sports service yeah. um pca corral and hospitality tent at the 24 hours of daytona january 28th <laughs> a little bit more filled there we go there That's you a good go shot. i'm like uh, it's all empty <laughs> And then uh, registration for Works Reunion Amelia Island will open on December 14th. Um, the you event see Jeff Gordon's going to be the uh, honoree for, Amelia for, Amelia, for the Concord. Concord yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think what's called now the Amelia. The Amelia, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Works Reunion Amelia Island is March 3rd. Uh, those of you that haven't bought your raffle ticket for the GTS America, right now we're giving away... The America plus three 911 cabs. So uh, if you haven't bought your ticket, do so. The odds are one of the best out there. Anything else before we sign off, gentlemen? All good? Thanks for listening. If you aren't currently a PCA member and own a Porsche, grab that VIN and head over to PCA.org and become an official member. If you're still looking for your Porsche, we have a program called Test Drive. You can sign up for that and we'll uh, steer you in the right direction to get the right Porsche for you. Remember to follow our podcast Instagram page. It's Porsche Club Insider, all one word. And if you want to uh, send us a, a message, an email, you can uh, reach us at podcast at PCA.org or simply comment because we love reading your comments on the YouTube podcast uh, video. Do that. Until next time, stay safe and we'll catch you down the road.